Hey guys, welcome to The Green Room with Neil Griffiths on the Handshake Media Network. Thank you for listening. It's been a big week for music and I am stoked to be joined on the line by new Grammy-nominated artist Phineas. You'll know him as the producer of Billie Eilish, who is also his sister. He is up for five Grammy nominations, including Producer of the Year, and he joins me on the line from LA. Phineas, welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? How's the weather in Australia? Look, it's bleak outside. It's about 3 p.m. here. I know it's 8 p.m. there, uh, so I do apologize. What, what are you watching right now? Have I interrupted something important? No, I'm, I'm just hanging out. I'm just relaxing. I think I might watch another episode of that show, The, the Morning Show, later, though. That new uh, oh, like Steve Carell? Yeah, like yeah. Steve Carell. How is it? I really like it. It's really interesting. Well filmed. I like that, Sam. Yeah, I love Steve Carell. Well, I haven't got an Apple subscription yet, so Apple, if you're listening, help a brother out, please. Phineas, we have to start this whole conversation with... Congratulations, newly Grammy-nominated artist Phineas. Five nominations in total. Uh, incredible achievement, mate. I know the whole rest of my life is going to be a huge letdown now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I, uh, I mean, come on. How can I, how can I live up to this? I'll be the guy that's like in my, in my, I'll be middle-aged. I'll be a dad and I'll be showing people like, photos of me at 22 and i'll be like look at me look at how much hair i have you know <laughs> surely you only introduce yourself now as oh hey i'm grammy nominated artist phineas nice to meet you how are you can you can you imagine if i did that like how how few friends i would have to my name <laughs> do you know what i just saw as well i was just like doing a bit of googling before this uh your five nominations and billy six nominations uh, the O'Connell family now have the most Grammy nominations this year. Congratulations. It was Lizzo, but Lizzo <laughs> comes second. I saw, I saw that between the two of us. Right? Yeah. We're, we're, our blood is, the, is the, <laughs> the blood with the most nominations. Do, do you, I mean, obviously it's a little over 24 hours old now. What were you doing when, like, do you get a call? Is it an email? Is it in the mail? Um, I was, uh, I, I was in, I was in bed. My girlfriend and I were in bed. It was really early in the morning. We woke up and, uh, the nominations had come out and I, I had a lot of messages on my phone that I hadn't had a chance to read yet. And I, um, my, my girlfriend very kindly filmed me reacting to them. It was sweet. Are they um, online but, by any uh, chance? Yeah, I just, it was, you know, I, I think one of the funny things is like as Billy's brother, I was very confident in her. I thought she should be nominated. You know what I mean? So like when she gets nominated for like her, her vocal awards, I'm like, yeah, sounds about right to me. Um, and, uh, but I was really apprehensive about whether I would get the producer nomination. I, I was, I thought that was pretty unlikely. So I was, I was pretty shocked and thrilled to see my name on that list. That whole list is just like legendary people. You, you mean you've, you've done a couple of posts about, what this means to you, what it means to Billy, um, and something you retweeted last night, this this cool image of you and Billy at Crossroads, and you said that we, you guys were talking about the future of music oh, yeah. and what we're going to do about it. I know, and that was in like, it was in like February of 2016. It was what, so long ago. Like, Same. as far as that conversation, what exactly were you talking about? Like, was it literally like, so in three years, we're going to fuck shit up and we're going to uh, dominate the music scene and we're going to get a shitload of Grammys. That's how, what's going to happen. I remember that day we were talking about like what the first EP was going to be called. And again, like if you remember that was, that was February of 2016. Mm -hmm. We didn't put out our first EP until August of 2017. Until a year and a half after that, we were just, we were just trying our best. You know what I mean? Just figuring out what we could do. 
It was fun. It was a fun period of life. It was ner- I was nervous though because I, I felt like we didn't know what we were doing, which we didn't. But uh, it was it was fun to figure it all out. You said before as well. There are some songs that you guys didn't think would blow up in the way they did. Like Bad Guy was an example of that. You didn't think it was going to be a hit song. We just loved that song. We just didn't. You know, we loved it, but we didn't like. It doesn't. In a traditional sense, the structure doesn't have like a huge chorus the way that a lot of songs do. But you know, we uh, we love that song. We're so glad it's done so well. For yourself, producer of the year, obviously album and record, uh, best engineered non-classical album. Any of these? Is that one? That's that's fucking awesome. I would lead with that one. It's kind of like the indie award. My uh, my my engineer my engineer uh, Rob who mixed the record was texting me today and he was like, I love that we're nominated for this. And we made, we made all of it in bedrooms because <laughs> I recorded it all in bedrooms and then he, he mixed it all in bedrooms. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So, so as far as the conversation now, I mean, you look back at 2016 and you and Billy are kind of just saying, what should we do? And this was before the EP. Now with what has happened with the success that you guys have had together, is there a certain pressure you guys feel now or do you kind of just take that same route of we'll just do what we think is good and if it, if it works out, it works out? Uh, I think we feel that way. We just do what we think is good. I mean, we think, I think we think um, what we thought about for the album, and I think we're going to think about it again, is we wanted to make an album that would be really fun to play live. And we did that. And I think we'll probably try to do that again for this one. We'll probably try to make an album that tells a real story that feels really fun to play live. And then we'll go play it, you know? Yeah, Billy released the new track, Everything I Wanted, last week, and she specifically said this song is about uh, one that you guys wrote together, and it's about, essentially, how strong your relationship is and that you'll, you guys will always have each other's backs. That's a nice little sentiment. Isn't that sweet? I thought it was really <laughs> sweet of her to say that. Is this the first taste of what we can expect on a potential second album? Uh, I don't think this song will be a part of the second album. We love it, but... I don't know when we're planning on putting out the second album, but probably not for a long while. So I think this is just one of those like songs we wanted to give people because we felt like it told the story of where we're at mm. now after the first album. And, you know, we like to make sure people feel like we're, we're still thinking about them, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but we're, we're obviously busy writing the second album right now, which is also fun. When you say like it won't be out for a while, like do you have like loose timelines, or is it really just a matter of when you guys think it's ready, then it's ready? Uh, I think it's part of both. We have we have goals we're trying to hit, but you know, we, we we're trying to make albums. Like I think you, you have to make art like on art's terms. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can't just make it because you want to put it out. You have to make it because it it should be made. You know, it's one of those. As far as the way you guys operate together, like you know, like you said, you guys wrote this and, and recorded it in bedrooms. Um, obviously, a lot has changed right. in, the, in the last twelve months. Are you guys going to change the way? Yeah. Are you guys going to change the way you write together, record together? I imagine there are a lot of people who want to be involved in the Billy and Phineas cake. Terrible metaphor, but you know what I mean. There sure, there sure are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll change it at all. I think we'll just keep writing about you know stuff that's important to us. And what's really cool as well, I mean, in between all of this, you released your debut EP in early October, Blood Harmony. So congratulations on that debut effort. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you, man. Tell me about I this, really man. I really appreciate it. Tell me about this. I mean, obviously, again, you've, you've had your hands full um, with uh, recording and, and, and touring with Billy. Um, how long has this one been in the works for? Uh, 
I uh, I recorded most of it this past summer while we were on tour in Europe, which was a really hectic, intense experience. But I'm I'm really happy with the way it turned out, and I'll probably end up doing it again. But it was intense. Nice. Is there For any sure. is there any plans to tour the EP? Yeah, I would love to. I just did a really short one of the U.S. I only did like six shows. It was really fun, and uh, I'd love to bring that show to Australia at some point. Uh, Australia is like one of my favorite places to tour in the world. It's been like three times. It's, it's honestly like just one of my favorite parts of the world. I love coming to Australia. Yeah. You, you are going to Europe in June, July. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, we go to Europe a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've been to Europe a bunch. But Europe's great. You know, that's why you go. With the recording of this, of the, of the EP, again, Billy's album, and you are now a Grammy-nominated producer of the year, just FYI. Uh, do you still consider... Oh, I, I am? <laughs> what? Do you still consider yourself, first and foremost, a songwriter, producer second, or is producing kind of taking a much bigger form in your career? I think I still consider myself a songwriter because I think songs pretty much come first. It's like, you know, like you kind of kind of have to have a song to record it. Um, so I, I think of myself as a songwriter first. Um but I love both, and I feel I feel lucky to get to do both. You know, one yeah. of those one of those great things you get to do both, and that's great. So I'm proud to do both. Yeah, and even this year alone, like you, as well as working with Billy, you've worked with names like Selena Gomez, Camila Cabello. Uh, is your phone constantly ringing? Uh, <laughs> uh, I get fun calls. By you can be smug now, Phineas. It's fine. That's a great. <laughs> it's really fun. It's really a fun time. It's a it's a fun time to be me. I'll put it that way. Do you have anything else in the works outside of your solo work and what you're doing with Billy? Um, I have a little thing on the way with an artist named Tovlo, who mm-hmm. has been a, a favorite artist of mine for a long, long time. So I'm really excited about that. She's she's great. I think she's really awesome. Well, I mean, what else are you listening to right was, now? Ooh, what else do I listen to? What else do I listen to? Um, I'm a big fan of Dominic Spike. I'm a big fan of James Blake. I'm a big fan of um, uh, Biba Doobie. She's on the, the Dirty Hit roster, I think, the mm-hmm. 1975 label. I think she's really great. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's honestly, like, like we're never going to run out of really good music, which is, which is great. There's so much good music, and it feels exciting to be making music people like in that time because man there's a lot of music that you could spend time listening to that's definitely worth listening to did the results of yesterday's grammy nominations like were you expecting on those like people like lizzo or even little nas x like did you think oh yeah that's that's pretty much expected yeah i mean i think that's the funny thing about being someone else right like i i bet they weren't like of course I'll be nominated but of course like the rest of the world is like of course they'll be nominated you know what I mean it's like everyone has more self-doubt than the people that are not themselves you know yeah. so uh yeah I mean I I love uh, Nas is a, a friend of mine and a sweetheart and that song was a huge song this year so I think he's very deserving of it and Lizzo's a sweetheart too and you know that song's incredible and you know I, I think it's it's really good company to be in. I mean, going back to that tweet that you mentioned from 2016, and you, you said you and Billy were talking about the future of music. <laughs> what did you, th- or at the time, what did you consider or want the future of music to look like? Like, are we, are we on track with what you guys thought it would be? 
I think we mainly just really wanted to do our own thing. We just didn't want to have to please anybody. We wanted to make exactly the music we wanted. And we thought if we make exactly the music we want, people are going to like it. And, uh, we just wanted to do that. And so I think the fact that we got to do that and that people really liked it is so satisfying to us. Is there a, is there a secret or a formula? Because you often hear, like, especially younger artists, they can come in, they can get a bunch of hits, but because they're so young, they can kind of get swept up in the music industry machine. I mean, Billy's 17, you're 22. Yeah. What are you guys doing to essentially just tell everyone, essentially, fuck off, we know what we're doing, we're fine? <laughs> well, one of the things, and I'm sure there are artists that feel like they do this too, and they feel like it's, people aren't listening to them, is Billy and I come in with ideas. You know what I mean? She says, I want the cover art to look like this. I want it to be this. And I say, I think the record should sound like this. And we do it. And when you, when you know what you want, people go, oh, okay, well, they seem like they know what they want. And I think people, people really listen to you when you do that. And I think sometimes people people ask other people what they should do. And when you ask people what you should do, people give you all sorts of nonsense opinions, you know? And uh, I think that's sort of par for the course, I guess, in a, in a, in a word. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's the main thing that I would give as advice to people is once you know what you want, other people, you know, it'll be easier for other people to listen to you because you'll say, I want this and this and this. And they'll go, okay, well, let's see how we can do that. You know what I mean? Are there stereotypical, stereotypical people in Hollywood, as you can just think of those movies where they're trying to manipulate the artist or the actor or whatever, are there those people who still push back and think, no, 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 let the adults tell you what you guys need to do? As, are there, those conversations still happen? Oh, yeah. There's, there are plenty of those people. And I, I wish there weren't, but there, there are plenty, which is too bad. Mm. But, you know, what, what can you do? But, I mean, you guys are in a position where you did what you wanted to do and look what's happened. So fuck them, right? Well, that's kind of how I, I think that, I think that if, if, if we were trying to change the future of music in any way, it was that it was, let's do exactly what we want to do and have that become successful. And then maybe people will listen to people more, I guess, you know? So those conversations in 2016 happened. Now we're in 2019. What are the conversations like for the future for music and for you and Billy in the next three years? I think now we want to use our platform to, A, we want to still always make our own music as good as we possibly can. So we want to focus a lot on that. But we also want to uh, help the new new generation of people. You know, we're really excited about a lot of artists that are just starting out. And we want to start being involved in their careers creatively. And, you know, on a business side, we want to help foster a lot of great talent because there's, there's so much great talent. We want to expand, expand, as they say. I saw you do an interview. Uh, I think it might have been Sirius XFM. I'm not sure, but you were you were talking about uh, being Billy's producer, and you essentially said, "Billy's my sister. She's mine. I know what I want to do." <laughs> is, you have a certain chemistry with Billy, obviously. Like, does that start with music, or are you guys just in sync on a personal level as well? We're in sync on a personal level. You know, the fact that we're siblings just means that we know each other so implicitly that like there's no there are no mysteries i guess it's the main thing right mm. like we're just like yeah that's you know i guess that's all i mean by it really like we just know everything about each other but but yeah i mean uh, 
me try to phrase this the best way. I mean, you know, I, I think when you work, like, for example, like, I think the reason I was nominated for producer of the year is because I did her whole album. And I think it's really important to do whole bodies of work as a, a unit. I think when you work with 30 producers on your album, it might be easy for it to sound disjointed and eclectic. And I think for us, we were able to have a really broad album, but because we made it as two people, it had a lot of like cohesion in it. And that was really important, you know? Yeah, Mark Ronson was on the show a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, and he's kind of said the same thing. Like, he's worked with a bunch of artists, and there's just nothing there. Like, they want a certain sound. He disagrees. He thinks they should go a particular way. They disagree, so you just call it there. Do you and Billy have that relationship where you could have a, an idea in mind, Billy's like, no, nah, hate that, and you just scrap and go again? Or does it kind of, does everything kind of fall into place very easily? Because, yeah, well, the, I think the best part about our relationship with each other is that you know, obviously siblings disagree all the time. And that's one of the ways that you end up making, you know, art is like you disagree about stuff and then you, you find common ground, I guess is the word, right? You find, find the parts that you do agree on and you talk about what makes something great, what makes something work. And it's, uh, can be very rewarding. It can be very frustrating, but it's really, really rewarding. I mean, looking back at, uh, some of Billy's work, is there any particular song or idea that one of you thought, no, this won't work, and it absolutely did, and now you feel shit for it? <laughs> That's a really good question. I'm sure there are examples. I'm trying to, to think if I can think of them. You know, uh, the other thing is, like, I, I'm not very, I don't put pride, like, I don't let pride get in the way, if that mm. makes sense. Like, mm. I don't I don't let my pride get in the way of a really good idea, so... If there's a really good idea, I, I think it should be the really good idea, even if it wasn't my idea. So mm. mostly it's just been that. Like, you know, when she has a really good decision, I'm like, wow, that's a really good decision. So yeah. I usually just let her run with it. Because when, when we talked about your chemistry, like, um, you know, we've seen a lot of backstage footage of you guys kind of just fucking around before going out on stage in front of 50,000 people. The only time I've seen Billy nervous yeah. is when, <laughs> she did, when she did her sit down yeah, interview with. We're like. We're, it's crazy. We're really not nervous about almost anything anymore. I think during the Grammys, we'll be nervous. When we played SNL, I was really nervous. But yeah, in general, we don't we don't spend a lot of time nervous, which is which is good. Is that know? just a matter nervous. of repetition, or because you're that comfortable? You're just like, no, we'll be fine. We got this. I think it's repetition and comfortability, right? Like both. I think the fact that we're really comfortable with each other has a lot to do with it, and then just the fact that it's stuff that we feel like we've rehearsed and we have worked for and you know feels like the, sh the stuff we're supposed to be doing i guess the main the main thing there you know we feel like yeah we belong here which is fun the only time i've seen billy nervous was when she did that sit down interview with rain wilson and as a fellow the office fan i completely <laughs> empathize were you were you there well, when that happened i that's i i was off camera i was so i was giggling billy and i have both seen that show a billion times yeah. and loved every minute of it. And I think, I think she was nervous because she is such a huge office fan and she just didn't want to let herself down. She, she was like, I know all of these things. <laughs> I want to prove to myself that I know all of them. You know what I mean? And Rain's come all the way out there to ask a bunch of questions and imagine absolutely flopping. I think he flew out for it. It was, uh, it was really nice. Of him. Wait, so you're also like a, a big office fan. Yeah. Were you nervous when you met Rain? Because it's Dwight fucking Schrute. Like, <laughs> um, I I was uh, I was starstruck for sure. Um, 
I there, we're we're in talks, me and Rain, about doing a little secret project together, which I would be very excited about. So, can might, you tell uh, us anything about it, please? I, I I can't, other than that that it's uh, the the fans of the office will be excited about it. That's all. Oh my God. All I can say. Wait, okay. Can you at least say is it acting or is it music? It's uh, music, mm. but it's but it's. A little bit of acting. It's mostly music. Is Rain Wilson one of few times that you've been starstruck before? Um, when have I been the most starstruck? I was really starstruck with Rain. I was really starstruck with Billy Armstrong from Green Day. I was really starstruck with... Um, uh, there's a... Uh, Justin Vernon from, from the act Bonnie Bear. Yep. I'm like in the same room as him sometimes. And I, I literally have never spoken to him because I, I love their music so much. I'm so starstruck. I think the most starstruck I've ever been was when I met Steve Carell. And it's because it's Michael Scott. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a ridiculously wow. big Office fan. And I think he was there to like to That's promote a big like. Deal, man. Yeah, he was there to promote, I think, like Despicable Me too. So this is like just after he left the office and all I could talk about was the office. And he's like, we should probably talk about this. I'm like, fuck that. Like, tell me about the office. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, yeah. I mean, how could you not be starstruck around a person like that? Well, man, thank you so much for coming by. Um, before you go, I do want to ask. Of course. Thanks for having me. I want to ask what the next 12 months look like for you. Again, you've got your EP out, hoping you can do some touring for that. Um, but you obviously you're hard at work with Billy again. So um, what can we expect by the end of 2020, as far as new music goes, solo and with Billy? We've got a lot of uh, Billy touring to do, which I'm really excited about. And we're just going to be probably writing and recording the next, my next record and Billy's next record that whole time. And uh, I'm really excited about that. I think that's the stuff that I'm the most excited about right now. Do you think you'll be releasing your own album or just another EP, you think? I think the next, Step as an album, yeah. There'll probably be like a couple singles before then, but I think I don't think there'll be another body of work until there's an album. Great, and that's my th- that's my hunch. Guesstimate end of by the end of next year or more 2021. I, I that would be that would be my dream. I think that would be my my goal. Yeah. End of by the end of next year, we'll see. Is it more realistic to expect that a new Billy album will be 2021? I can neither confirm nor deny this, but I think <laughs> that's a good time frame guess. Well, that's exciting, man. And I'm really excited <laughs> well, to see what happens with Rain Wilson. Holy shit. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tip you off when, when, I, when I know more information about that. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much for coming by again. The EP is called Blood Harmony. It is out right now. Sir, congratulations again. And thank you for coming by the green room. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It's very kind of you. Thanks, man. We hope to see you in Australia soon. Yeah, we'll be back. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Again, the EP is called Blood Harmony. It is out right now. Be sure to check it out. And we are holding out for that work of Billie Eilish, Phineas, and Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight Schrute. Uh, thank you again for listening. If you like what you hear, check out the Handshake Media Network on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And check out some of our other shows, including Two Truths and a Lie and A Matter of Faction. We'll see you all next week.